I've heard it said that you might be the only Bible that someone reads. Therefore, let us live life differently and live according to God's Word. Everybody loves to hear good news and a true story. Life's Been Different is a podcast that shares people's testimonies, the gospel of Jesus Christ, and how he changes lives. We believe that this podcast will influence you to live life differently by becoming a follower of Jesus. As you listen to messages straight from heaven and hear radical stories from everyday people whose lives have been made different by Jesus. So get ready to open your heart and encounter him and go and tell the world why your life's been different. Welcome to the Life's Been Different podcast. My name is Marco, also known as music artist Merlot, and I am so glad that you have joined us today. You know, wherever you're listening, however you're listening, and whoever you are, I just want to say that God has called you to live your life differently by becoming a follower of Jesus to live according to God's word and to the example that our Lord Jesus displayed for us. Thank you so much for joining us today on the Life's Been Different podcast. Or if you're in Tucson, Arizona, thank you for tuning in to KGMS 940. There in Tucson, Arizona, I am so privileged to be able to be on the radio there in Tucson. If you would please follow us on social media at Life's Been Different. And if you would be so kind, I would greatly appreciate if you could rate and review, write a review on our Apple podcast page because that helps us out so much. Today, we have a very special episode. Last week, I was invited and was so privileged to share alongside my mentor in the Winning World Global Men's Conference, the International Men's Conference. It was such a privilege. It was such an honor. This conference was based out of West Africa. There were over seven countries tuning into this conference, and it blesses my heart to know that God allowed me to share on the topic that has radically changed my life. I would love for you to tune in. I'm gonna replay my message from that conference onto today's podcast because I really feel like it's my life message. The title is Living Life Differently. And that's what we're all about here at Life's Been Different. I'm called to influence individuals to live life differently by becoming better people and better at life as we follow the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you for tuning in today. I'm so excited to share this, uh, this, you know, my portion of the conference on today's podcast on our radio program. Thank you so much for tuning in. Lean in as we listen to a message that God gave me titled, Living Life Differently. I love you guys. I love you guys. I love you guys. I got something very special for next week. Thank you. Let's listen to one of the most amazing man of God I've ever ever listened to. And and, and then he's, 
He's present here with us. I'm one of the um, mentees of Mr. Morgan here. That's Mr. Marco Moncada. He's a pastor of Life's Been Different um, Ministries, and, and then he's been changing lives on his own part. One of God, let's hear from you. Wow. Well, first of all, I wanted to thank uh, I wanted to thank you, Pastor. And can George. I say something? Can yeah. I say something, Tom? I love your tattoos. Go on. <laughs> thank you. They are all biblical. They were put on my body in a time when I wasn't necessarily following Jesus with my life. First of all, I wanted to thank you, Pastor Joel, for allowing me to come and speak and to share the platform alongside one of the men I look up to most, Mr. Morgan Hill. And today I want to talk about something that has radically changed my life. And that is the way that I live my life. Like you mentioned, I have a ministry called Life's Been Different. And what that means is that I was in the music industry and I was doing things very secularly, very worldly. And I had an encounter with someone one day. And this person radically changed my life. And I went from darkness into his marvelous light. I had met the Lord Jesus Christ. And my life's been different ever since. And that's what my ministry is all about. It's about those sharing their testimony it's a platform for people to share why their life's been different because of the lord jesus and i have a platform i have a podcast called life's been different you can check out you can type life's been different in the internet and i'm the only person that pops up glory to god but i was thinking about my ministry i was thinking about the statement life's been different Life's Been Different is a statement that invites someone to share the gospel of Jesus Christ and how he changed his lives. My purpose in life is to influence individuals to live their life differently by becoming followers of Jesus. And as I was thinking of the statement, life's been different, because I like to use my mind and think a lot all day long. I asked myself, what is the key word in the statement? And often would say, and I used to think that the, the key word in life's been different is the word different, but it's not. The key word is life. It's not the miracle that in a moment of time, my spirit went from being detached to God to attached to God, apart from Jesus to in Christ Jesus, the day that I got born again. But I started to understand that the gospel is not a one-time message, but it's how you live your life after you receive that message. There's a turning away, there's a repentance, and by the power and the partnership of the Holy Spirit, he strengthens us in our weaknesses so that we can start to live our lives the way the Bible tells us to live our life. And as I study the great apostle Paul, I want to turn our attention to the Bible, my favorite book in the Bible, 
is First Thessalonians. And in chapter five, uh, in chapter one, verse five, Paul says, "For our gospel did not come to you in word only." Interesting. It didn't just come verbally, but also in power and in the Holy Spirit and in much assurance, much confidence, much boldness. And then it says this, as you know what kind of men we were among you for your sake. And today we're talking about the consummate man, the perfect man in a time I grew up with a single mother. I have a dad. We have an amazing relationship. But for many years of my life, I didn't have a father figure. And a man named Morgan Hill and actually another man named Joel. I call him Pastor Joel here in America. These two men became the men in my life that I started to reference what Christianity, what a man of God looked like. And as I studied the great apostle Paul, I noticed that a lot of times he talks about the way you live your life. And in the book of 1 Timothy, 2 Timothy, and Titus, he encourages those he disciples. He specifically says to Timothy, in 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 15 and 16, I'm going to read this out of the New Living Translation. He says, give your complete attention to these matters, the gospel, the church of Ephesus, the way he's teaching. He says, throw yourselves into your tasks so that everyone may see your progress. Then he says this, keep a close watch on how you live and on your teaching. Stay true to what is right for the sake of your own salvation and the salvation of those who hear you. In 1 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 8, the great apostle Paul says, So affectionately longing for you, we were well pleased to impart to you not only the gospel of God, but our own lives too. And so I want to talk today about the way we should be living our lives as followers of Jesus. I've heard it said that you might be the only Bible someone reads. And I believe that the reason why I'm able to share this platform with you guys today is because God knows that in secret, I am just as holy as I am in public. And as Morgan has walked with me now for about four years, we talk a lot about holiness and the way that we live our lives as we have opened up the Gospels together, mentor and mentee, and talked about purity and the power behind it. We know that this is important because in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, and this is what I want to encourage everyone with, today my goal is to encourage you and to challenge you. And this is where I'm going to base it out of. 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, he says, Finally, then, brethren, we urge and exhort you in the Lord Jesus that you should abound more 
and more. Just as you received from us how you ought to walk and to please God. For you know what commandments we gave you through the Lord Jesus Christ. For this is the will of God, your sanctification. And so Paul is telling this church, the Thessalonians, he said, I want to urge you, I want to challenge you, and I want to exhort you, I want to encourage you that you should excel more and more. I love the NLT version because it reads it this way. Finally, dear brothers, we urge you in the name of the Lord Jesus, listen to this, to live in a way that pleases God as we have taught you. Now, how did he teach them? Well, chapters one and two say, we didn't just teach you in word, but we taught you by the way we were living our lives. And that's what Paul was so confident in. He says it in another book, I have a completely clean conscience about what I'm preaching and about the way that I'm living. And I wanna encourage men today, young men, I'm including myself, and those that are older, to, speak, to pay careful watch on the way that they're living their lives. Well, why? Because young men are looking at their fathers and fathers are looking at those that are more successful than them as a reference point to how they should be. And as we look at the master strategy of our Lord Jesus, how did he do it? He said, I want you guys to follow me. That was his master strategy. Now, what does that mean? He said, I want you to see the way I live my life. I want you to eat breakfast with me. I want you to sleep next to me. I want you to watch me preach. I want you to watch me lay hands on people. I want you to spend all of your time with me so that you can see the way that I live my life as an example for the way that I'm calling you to live your life. That was the master strategy of our Lord Jesus. He said, it is absolutely possible to live in purity and in holiness. The Bible says you should be holy because God is holy. And the Holy Spirit dwells inside of us. As we heard yesterday on day one of our conference, which I watched, by the way. And the pastor was saying how the Holy Spirit lives in us. Well, the Holy Spirit can't live with sin. <laughs> we are the house of yeah. God. And so that we should, I believe the only thing that a man should strive for is holiness. Is to live pure before God. And so as I talk about this today, I want to encourage people that in this, in the third point of Mr. Morgan's message was diligence. To be diligent to the way that we're living our lives as believers. Because people are watching us. People are paying close attention to how we live and how we respond to people. And I love this quote 
And it's this. Your response is your responsibility. Discipleship is a decision. And who you are every single day and what you do every single day is in the way that you live your life. Your daily routine is who you really are. I wake up in the morning and read my Bible every day. And the result of that is it's flowing out of me now on camera. Because I strive to live in holiness. Amen. I, I love to run. It's my favorite thing. I do it on my free time. One of the greatest American runners of all time was a man named Steve Prefontaine. Great American runner. One of our great athletes. And he ran in a way that was unethical for coaches to teach. And this was his philosophy. I'm going to run as fast as I can for as long as I can. And then I'm going to run faster. And this was one of his quotes. To give anything less than your best is to sacrifice the gift. And so as believers, what is our gift? Well, the Bible tells us that for by grace, you have been saved through faith and not that of yourself. It is the gift of God. We have grace and we have the free gift of salvation when we choose to believe in Jesus. And so what I'm communicating today as effectively as I can is to give anything less than your best in the way that you live your life for Jesus Damn, is the sacrifice, the gift of God. That is some good stuff. That is the way that I want to live. And another reason why I love the great apostle Paul is because he talked about running often. Listen to what Paul said about running. He said, oh, let me find it here. Where did I go? I lost myself in my notes. Let me paraphrase because I have it in my heart. Paul said to run your race with all your heart. He said, I run with purpose in every step. I'm not shadow boxing. I'm not punching the air. I'm very intentional about the way that I'm running my race. Then he says this in the New Living Translation. Lest I preach, I myself might be disqualified. Paul was saying, we need to run our race with all of our hearts. We need to run our race of Christianity the way the American runner Steve Prefontaine raced his races. With purpose in every step. Paul said, I buffet my body. I train myself like as if I'm an athlete, spiritually. 
lest when I preach, I myself might be disqualified. Lest when I'm raising my children, I might give a bad example. Lest when I'm in the marketplace and I'm the CEO, I might treat my employees the wrong way. And they might go talk bad about me and say, man, I thought my boss was a Christian. When I'm out in public and I yell at my wife and someone from my church happens to be in line behind me. When I'm at church and I lose my temper and I speak rudely to my family and someone sees me. When I'm on the phone, on a phone call, yelling on the phone and someone around me sees and says, I would never want to be like that guy. We must pay careful attention to the way we live our lives. And I'm not sure how much time I have. Pastor Joel, how much time do I have? Do I have okay. Time? Amazing. You know, yeah. I was caught up with, with, with the message while I see we're talking. And I lost track of timing. Well, let me close with this <laughs> I lost one track verse. Of timing. Okay. Let me, let me close with this one verse. This is my life verse. And it's 1 Timothy chapter 1, verse 16. He said, However, for this reason, I obtained mercy, that in me first Christ Jesus might show all long-suffering as a pattern to those who are going to believe in him for everlasting life. We as believers have obtained mercy, and the way we live our lives will be an example to those that we know. And that example is going to either draw people to Jesus or away from Jesus. God forbid anyone sees anything in my character that would draw them away from the Lord Jesus. Because for this reason, I received mercy from a terrible past of darkness so that I might be a chief example to those who I know and will meet in the future, that they may believe in Jesus for Amen. everlasting life. Amen. 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 You know, um, Pastor Marco, you said something. You said something very striking. You said, you can be the Bible that people read, okay, to the extent that they don't necessarily need a Bible before they can know what God is saying. They can watch you do what you do, they can watch you say what you say, and, and they become inspired and get the same revelation they would if they got to their Bibles. And that's so striking. Mr. Morgan Hill, I, I, I love you to pray, especially for the for the men, for the for the men and the entire congregation, because I think we have women participating also. They can't just let the men be. That's thank right. You. That's right. Well, let's pray as we conclude. And Marco, thank you for bringing a great word. You always inspire me. I I just get the privilege to do life with this uh, this young man. So that was an excellent word, Marco. Thank you. Uh, just a great word. Thank you very much. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we are so grateful. We are so grateful that you sent your son Jesus Amen. to pay the price for the full satisfaction of the penalty of the horrible sin. And that it's a free gift. 
And it's a free gift just because you love us and you want a relationship with us. We are so grateful for that. You know, as we've been gathering together, Father, we thank you that we have a chance to gather together. Thank you for Pastor Joel. Thank you for his leadership in making this happen. And I just pray that offerings would come in from around the world to help fund the studio, that more of this can take place. I just lift up everyone who's been participating, young men, young women, older men, older women, it doesn't matter, children. And I just pray that the word of God would soak deep into all of our spirits. That we, would, that we would be humble before you. We would be grateful Amen. and thankful. We would look at how we live our lives because we may be the only Bible that anyone will ever see. Hallelujah. Thank you so much for this time together, Holy Spirit. Quicken the word to us. Help us Amen. to be more like you. Help us to be a, a, a living, breathing example Amen. of what it means to be a follower of Jesus. Amen. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. In your holy name, Jesus, we pray all these things. Amen. 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 Glory Amen. to God. Thank you so much. Thank you. Oh, our, my, my privilege. Okay. okay. Apostle Dr. Kibro says, ask Michael to pray for the young people and children. Amen. Amen. Mr. Marco, yes. Can absolutely. we have you pray for the young people and the children? Yes. Heavenly Father, I just come before you now and I humble myself in your presence. I, I could feel Amen. your presence right now. Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord. Lord, I lift up the young people and the young men Amen. around the world. And Lord, I ask you by the power of your Holy Spirit to bring godly people into their lives. Amen. Amen. To be examples to them on how Amen. they should live. Amen. That they may understand that it's your will to live according to the way the Bible says to live. Not according to the world and on social media. That they, I pray that the addiction of social media and the bondage of image be broken right now in the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus. I command it to be loosed and I command it to be forever banished in Jesus' name. I pray right now that you send people to minister to young men and young women and children. Mm -hmm. That they may have divine encounters of someone that is unafraid to boldly preach the gospel to them and introduce them to Jesus. Amen. Because Lord, we know that it's Jesus. It's Jesus, our great example. It's him who we look to that we may excel more and more. It's our perspective on him that wants us to live our lives pleasing to God. It's him who we put our eyes on. And so I draw all attention back to the Lord Jesus and his glory and the power of his name. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you for listening to the Life's Been Different podcast. For more information on Life's Been Different, our clothing and resources, Music by Merlot or OSL, the online discipleship course by Solid Lives, 
visit lifespindifferent.com. Hey, if you haven't received Jesus Christ to be your personal Lord and Savior, we would like to give you the opportunity right here, right now. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, thank you for sending Jesus to die for my sins. I confess that Jesus is Lord and believe in my heart that he was raised from the dead and is alive today. Forgive me of my sins. Make me completely clean. Fill me with the Holy Spirit and help me become the person you created me to be. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, congratulations. Welcome to the kingdom. Jesus is real. Turn from your sin, turn to him, and go and tell the world why your life's been different.